0: Welcome to the Choosing Simple podcast. My name is Amy Fuel, and I'm your host here. On this podcast, we talk about choosing simple in everyday average life. Because living a simple life doesn't always mean it's actually simple. We have to choose simplicity in our emotions, our actions and reactions, our mindset, and our lifestyle. I am so happy that you've joined me for this week's episode. This week, we are talking about gender roles and marriage and homesteading. What? That could get a little dicey. Make sure you're subscribed if you aren't already, and I can't wait to share this episode with you. Let's get started. So I just want to have a candid discussion with you this week. Um, this is a question I get all the time about gender jobs, gender roles, and marriage, and homesteading, and and basically... Um, I just, I just want to discuss it. It's something that I've been seeing frequently that reminded me to kind of do this episode. And it's just a fun discussion because, um, for those of you who don't know, I created the hashtag and the series called Homestead Homemaking a few years ago. I started it because I am a horrible housekeeper. I used to say I'm a horrible homemaker. I'm actually not a horrible homemaker, but I am a horrible housekeeper, Partially because I figure if people aren't responsible enough to pick their stuff up after themselves, then why should I care? (laughs) They don't care. Why should I? But uh, also partially because I'm pretty certain that I have like ADD or something and there's about 10 million other things I would rather be doing than picking up after other people. So let's just throw that honesty and transparency out there right now. So I created the series to kind of help keep me accountable to be better at cleaning. Well, it has turned into this entire huge group online called Homestead Homemaking for Christian Women and Friends. No, that does not mean men are allowed. It is not that kind of and friends group. (laughs) It is for uh, Christian women to have a place to go to talk about homemaking and homesteading and just living the best life they can live. So. gender roles is not something new to me, but it is something that not, that you might think I thought something different. (laughs) So a lot of people, when they hear me talk about homemaking and they hear me talking about gender roles and things like that, um, about the biblical aspect of marriage, they automatically assume that I think, uh, something along these lines the woman should be at home cleaning the house all day. She should have a cooked meal on the table for her family every single night. Um, her house should be pristine and clean and amazing. There should never be laundry laying around anywhere. Um, the windows shouldn't have lick marks all over them, you know, and things like that, uh, that she should be very submissive and quiet with her husband and she should do everything that he tells her to do. That's generally what people think. I think when I talk about um, I I believe in biblical submission, I believe in biblical marriage, and I do believe in gender roles to some degree. Um, When I say that I believe in gender roles, um, that more so means that uh, I believe that women are more capable or better at doing some things than men are. And likewise, men are more capable or better at doing some things that women aren't. Now, certainly there are crossover things with that. Um, you know what? Sometimes there a woman can chop wood just as good as a man can. Obviously, there's exceptions with anything in life. So I thought I would break it down for us here, how we do it on our homestead um, and in our marriage. And then kind of give you my thoughts on it from a biblical standpoint and a homestead um, wife standpoint. Uh, I think it's really important that we have this discussion. So uh, let me start with, I have been seeing a lot of dudes, I'm going to say dudes, (laughs) I've been seeing a lot of guys, men canning and preserving this year, which is so, so encouraging to me. Because, um, you know, I've had this discussion before I've heard men, you know, say things like, oh, well, you know, my wife, my wife canned or, or what man. Okay. What if you canned, (laughs) you know, what if you preserved food for some reason, things like canning and food preservation and gardening, a lot of times, um, people think that's the woman's job, not the man's job. Right. Well, when my grandma was a child, her mom and dad worked side by side on on, on everything in the garden, um, in the field, if he needed her. And if she didn't, wasn't needed at home with the kids. And then they both side by side, simultaneously canned and preserved food together. Um, yeah, certainly there were times that she did it by herself. Just like there were times he did it by himself. She had several kids to take care of. Um, So sometimes it was easier for him to do it than for her to do it. And so gender roles um, is something that intrigues me. It's actually something that's very, very new. It's actually not something that is even biblical to a certain extent. Like The Bible never actually said that women are supposed to stay home and be home all day long and keep a pristine house. And that is what homemaking is. That's actually not what the bible says at all. If you want to reference Proverbs 31 and you, you guys I've heard, I've talked about this before you're probably tired of me hearing, you know, talking about it. Um but she got up in the morning, she took care of her family, she took care of her household. And then after that she went out and she did work. She went to the market, she bought a field, she made sure her fields were taken care of. She came back home, you know, she, she was a very busy woman who had multiple different things that she was doing. She wasn't at home all day cleaning her house, making sure it was, you know, had lickable floors because that wasn't what was important. What was important is that her family was taken care of financially, mentally, and spiritually. Her children were taken care of dressed appropriately. Her family would be taken care of in the winter time. It says she, she dressed her family. She clothed her family and if you're seeing the trend here it, it was a community a community feeling in her home it was a partnership in her home where the common goal was that you survived you survived and you survived well and everyone was taken care of everyone was fed everyone was clothed the livestock were good to go they had you know they were economically safe and prepared And that's what mattered the most. Now, let me preface this with, it's okay to have lickable floors and want to have lickable floors. I aspire to be that person. And there are some people who are better at it than other people. And that is okay. It is never okay to have a dirty, filthy house. Like that's just nasty. No. No but it's also okay not to have a pristine lickable floor house. Okay. So let's just throw that out there. So the same was true, you know, in the 1800s, in the early 1900s, 1930s, 1940s, you know, during farm life, you know, it it depends on your demographics. If you grew up on a farm your mom and your dad had the same common goal to keep the family alive, to keep them healthy and to keep them happy and, and to have some savings and, um, to just live a good life. A lot of that was, you know, self-sufficiency. You had to be self-sufficient. So everyone had to jump in. That was the goal. The goal wasn't, this hashing out of gender roles, who's going to do what and who's going to get it done. And if you don't do it, then, well, you're not uh, living up to par to what your gender role is. No, heck no. There was no room for that. No time for that. Then there was no time for that in the Bible. There's no time for it now. (laughs) So I'm constantly asked, you know, how do you feel about gender roles um, within your home and on your homestead. And so let me just I feel like I had to break it down like that because I no one has ever been able to show me in the Bible where it says that you have this, you know certain role. yes, it does say in the Bible that the man should be the provider for the family, he should make his family feel safe um, and and he does have that burden to bear. The Bible does say that, wives should submit to their husband's authority. It does not say wives should be walked all over. It does not say that wives should be in an abusive, mentally, physically, or emotionally abusive relationship. No, that's not what it says. You know, we could take things to the extreme here and we tend to do that a lot, especially in the American church. But the Bible also says to submit to one another. And we always, 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 always leave that small detail out. Where before it goes through, wives, love your, um, sorry, where it says husband, love your, love your wife the way she, you know, you should love the church and be a provider for his family. And where it says, wives, submit to your husbands before all of that, it says submit to one another. And we must do that because we all have different character traits. We all have different gifts, whether it's physical, spiritual, or emotional, Um, women are, God created women naturally to be more nurturing, more understanding, um, to, because they have that helper mentality. Okay. God naturally created men to be strong and courageous and, um, protectors and providers. Does that mean women can't be that either? No, no. But we weren't inherently created that way. You know, most women I know don't mind being provided for. We don't mind feeling protected by a man. We don't We don't mind feeling like we're safe because a man is there with us. That's okay. Apparently in American society, that's not okay anymore. Like, I, I have read so many Facebook posts where women, not only, maybe a few have known personally, but who got offended because a man stopped on the side of the road to help her change a tire. I mean, literally these women throw a fit. What? Cause I'm a woman. You don't think I can do it. No. <laughs> who said that? Like who said that? Nobody said that, but you know what? I know how to change a tire, but you better believe if I'm sitting in my car with my kids in my car and a man decides to, to stop and offer to change my tire for me, I'm going to let him change my tire. I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, we take gender roles to the extreme when it's very, very simple. Let me show you how it plays out in our house and our homestead. Um, I am here all day, every day, or at least most days. So I feel comfortable in saying it's my duty to try to keep up with the house and, and try to do things within the home because I am here. Likewise, I also work. I do have an income. I, and it takes a lot of work. You know, I'm making fairly good money off of my own personal website, my YouTube channel and things like that. And that takes time. Those are things that take time that you have to put into it. And I don't have a lot of time. Um, especially when I'm taking care of a house and, and babies and homeschooling. And um, so the one thing that I have always fallen behind on is laundry. And um, laundry is just not one of my strong suits. Well, it is one of my husband's strong suits. And so when I got pregnant with, uh, with my youngest he decided that he didn't really want me going up and down the stairs. Anyhow with laundry, he was going to start doing laundry. And so, um, it just kind of stuck. You know, he just, he was good at remembering to put the laundry in the washing machine and then an hour later put it in the dryer. I was horrible at remembering that. I would put laundry in the washer and then (laughs) I would forget to put it in the dryer. Until like six hours later. So we all have different uh, gifts and things that we're good at. He just so happens to be good at washing laundry. Um, I also really am not great at folding it, but I mean, you know, it's whatever. Uh, I do have an older son who, who does help me fold laundry and he's getting better and better every single day. And they need more chores, right? Obviously, laundry is my least favorite chore, but there are other things that I am better at, like keeping the floor clean, and cleaning the bathroom, and getting the kitchen clean, and and cooking, and and uh, oh goodness, you know, making sure everyone is going to survive each day. Um, so we have those differences. And he assumes the roles that he is good in. And I assume the roles that I am good in with the understanding that we do also have roles that we are not good in. Um, And we still have to do them. You know, there are things that he has to do that I cannot do and things that I have to do that he cannot do um, or he doesn't have time to do. You know, one of the things um, on our homestead it it used to be where I pretty much did a lot of this stuff on my own before we got into, you know, building structures and laying out things. Um, But I constantly get asked, what are your roles in homesteading? And so naturally my husband is the workhorse. He is the one who is building things and, Uh, really working hard in tilling the garden and working on equipment and those types of things that I don't have time to do, or I'm not experienced enough to do. Um, You know, he's the one who takes care of the vehicles, who uh, builds chicken coops and uh, puts up fencing and, and the hard work like that, you know, very labor intensive work is what he does on our homestead because he's better at it because he's a man. You know, he is stronger than I am. He is more logical in certain situations than I am. That's not to say I don't have an input. Um, I do a lot of the time, but there are just things because he's a man that he's better at than me or because of the things that he, um, he enjoys doing more. He's better at them than I am. Likewise, there are things that I'm better at or that I assume the role of. Uh, I assume the role of homemaker in almost everyday average life, Uh, cooking, cleaning, taking care of the kids. Uh, My husband, for the sake of transparency, would probably go crazy if he had to take care of the kids all day, every day. Let's just throw that out there. (laughs) Um I do the garden. I do all of the gardening after he's come through, laid it out, tilled everything up by hand, put up the fencing, smoothed everything out for me. He he gets in there and really does all the really hard work. And then I'll go in and I'll plant the plants. Although this year he actually planted a lot of the plants. Um, he planted all of our tomato plants, which were, you know, gosh, like 80 some plants, I think. Um, I'll plant plants, plant seeds, uh, and, and maintain it, keep up with it, keep up with the weeds. Um, those are not things that he enjoys. Now he will at times get in the garden with me and help me harvest, uh, e- whether, you know, sometimes I just can't get to it and he sees it, he'll, he'll grab it. Um, but most of the gardening work is on me. Uh, I wouldn't say that that's a gender role thing. I would say that that's a time management thing. He has gone from the home all day, most days. Um, and so I'm here and I'm just available to do that. Um, so, th- so we don't really assume gender roles. Um, we assume roles that were just Better in, you know, a lot of women uh, say, you know, well, they have this burden, you know, well, I am supposed to be the housewife, so I am supposed to do all of the housewife things, and while that that can be true, it can also be burdensome. I mean, if you're home all day, yes, there are things that, yeah, you're home all day, you should be doing these things, right, (laughs) while your husband goes to work and he's working his butt off to provide for his family. But, um, there are other things that are not supposed to be a burden to you. If your family is sloppy, well, that's their fault. You know, they should clean up after themselves. If somebody has I'll give you an example. (laughs) Let me give you an example. This morning, my husband asked me why our 10 year old had left Listerine and we don't, don't even buy Listerine. I don't even know how it came into our house, but there was Listerine mouthwash all over the bathroom sink from him using it. So my husband, before he goes to work, he says, how did he get Listerine all over the sink? And we had this, you know, random conversation. Well, my husband goes to work and (laughs) I walked into the bathroom and the Listerine is still there on the sink. (laughs) Like, why did he not clean it up if he was standing there? So there's little things like that. Like, I know for my husband... In his mind, he, he, it just—he has ten million things on his mind. He probably didn't even think about it. He probably saw it, finished brushing his teeth, and then went on to the next thing. But in some people's mind—and I know this is crazy—like I know this is crazy like, to think—in some people's mind, you know, the husband would have left it there because it was the wife's job to clean it up. Um, no, no, <laughs> um, with a capital N. O. No. no if you see the mess and you think about cleaning it up, clean it up. Um, You don't just purposefully leave it there for your spouse to clean it up because you think it's their role to clean it up. No, it is just as much your role as it is somebody else's role in the house. So we, we try not to play gender roles here. We play the role of if you see it and you need to clean it up, clean it up. That's not how it always works. But, um, you know, we, we do the things that we're good at in homesteading, in marriage, you know, a lot of, there are some marriages where, um, the, the man is more nurturing than the woman. And I know that seems kind of contradictory, uh, to what I said earlier, but that happens, you know, women can be nurturing in different ways, but, but some women can be very outgoing, outspoken go-getters. And we're not like the whole, let me pat you on the back and, you know, baby you type people. I'm one of those women, but I am more nurturing with our kids. Um, I don't know. There's just that mom thing. That kind of gets you, like they could do no wrong, even though you know they could do wrong, and they just look at you and smile their sweet little smiles, and you know just melts your heart. Yeah, kind of like that. You know, th- those are things raising babies and nurturing animals. Not to say that men can't be nurturing; they absolutely can. My my husband absolutely can be. Um, but there are some character traits that are different between men and women. Um, there are strengths, physical, mental. Uh, emotional that are different between men and women. So we assume the roles that we are good in. I will tell you when my husband first started washing and drying the laundry, it killed me because my mindset was always the woman is the one who should be doing the laundry. Um, That is a mindset that I've had to get out of. I think my husband would appreciate if I were doing the laundry, but apparently I don't do it good enough. (laughs) So so that is why I don't do it and he does it now and that's okay. It took me a few months to get over it and I got over it, but I just wanted to give you these examples because it's a question I get constantly and it's something that I have to chuckle at because these are obstacles. This is one obstacle that we have had to overcome in our lives. um, Personally, I mean, when, when we first got married, My husband and I very much had the mindset of strict gender roles. The woman does this. The man does this. And it was hard. It was really, really hard, at least for me. I don't know if it was hard for him because he probably doesn't remember what I'm even talking about. But, you know, it was hard for me because I had these, this list of expectations that were extremely hard for me to, to do to this made up standard. And that's what it is, guys. It's a made up standard. That's not even biblical. There is no list in the Bible that says she's supposed to get up and do dishes and have lickable floors and homeschool her kids and take care of her kids and be at home barefoot with a baby on her hip and never leave the house because the only thing she's supposed to focus on is her house. No. (laughs) Nope. No. If you are a Bible-believing Christian, in fact, Proverbs 31 states exactly the opposite. And we went over that. She gets up. She prepares, you know, her household for her family. But then she leaves. You don't have to leave, but she leaves. And that was okay because she left. She went to market. She bought a field. She tended to that field, which meant she had to hire people. Listen to that again. She had to hire people to tend to her field for her because she was a mom and a wife and homemaker. Don't forget. And then, you know, she'd meet her, her husband at the gate. Her husband was well known, uh, well established, very high value because he was such a wonderful man. And he had this, this mom, you know, trophy wife essentially. And she wasn't a trophy wife because of her looks, but her beauty came from, taking care of her family and being loyal and honest and full of integrity and doing the things that she was good at. And see, I think that's where we get it wrong. We get it wrong when we assume that that one gender is supposed to be doing something while the other gender is doing something else. And that is wrong. It's not even truthful. There's nothing truthful and honest about that at all. Nothing biblical about it. In fact, I encourage you to prove me wrong if you can, because I've yet to read it. I imagine a lot of this gender role stuff uh, came from, you know, 20s, 40s uh, time era where women were at home, not even that far back. I think it's even newer than that When When I really think about it, you know, 70s and 80s, think about the 80s, 1980s housewife. No, because I'm going to tell you, even in the fifties, you know, there's a lot of women that are like, Oh, the 1950s housewife. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It probably started back then. There was a list of things, you know, there were, there were, um, promotions, marketing promotions. Oh, you should do this while your husband is gone. And then you should be quiet when he gets home and ask him how his day was and don't bother him. No, you know what? When my husband gets home, if there's something he needs to tend to, we're going to do it. We're not going to jump all over him as soon as he walks in the door, but, You know, no, this is real life. This is a partnership. This is what we do. We live life together. We live life. No one gender is more superior than the other. And it always shocks me when I see Bible-believing people have this standard that men are way up here and women are way down here. You know, and women are supposed to do all these things, but men are never responsible for them. Because it's it's heresy. It's, it's a lie. And it goes against what the Bible says about each individual person having strengths and weaknesses and gifts. It's a complete and total contradiction. We do life together. And it has taken us a while to get to that point, but it is so completely liberating to know that I can get up in the morning. I can take care of my household. I can get the chores done that I need to get done. And you know what? Then I can go out and I can work. Not I don't work outside of the home. Thank the Lord. But I can get up. I can sit at my computer. I can work. I can provide for my family and help take part of that burden off of my husband as well. Because see, we're a team. We're a partnership we do these things together. We, we have this family together. And I know how burdensome it can be for him to be the one and only provider in our household. And besides that fact, it's a burden to me because in the back of my mind, I'm always thinking, well, what if he dies? Or what if he loses his job? Because then everything we've worked towards having will have to go away if he can't find a job. So what a beautiful, liberating thing for me to be at home, taking care of my family, also working, having a a small income compared to what I used to bring in, but having an income that could carry us through. Like I said, at least the mortgage would be paid and we would have groceries. I don't know (laughs) that we would have, you know, uh, all the other amenities but the mortgage would be paid and we would have groceries. You know, those are things that, that we think about. And if we're going to let gender roles get in the way of that, then I think we have a much deeper issue. So I hope that this podcast encourages you to question what you grew up with, or what you've been taught, or what people are even saying to you now about gender roles in your marriage, in your household, and in homesteading, especially if you are a believer. You guys know that my podcast is my outlet for Bible talk, Christian talk. Um, if you are not a believer, that is fine too, but understand that I'm coming from a, a biblical perspective, not a, a worldly perspective. Um And so I hope that it helps you as a Christian and a believer and maybe even a non-believer challenge the gender role stigma that you have probably heard of or been taught throughout life because it's not true. It's not biblical. um, And and it's not even fun. (laughs) Not that life should be fun all the time, but I I just got to tell you It has been so liberating to not think that I have to have a role based on my gender when I'm not good at some of those things. And I know that it's a burden off of my husband too, to not just have to assume a role because he's a man that he can have weaknesses too where I can step in. And yeah, maybe sometimes his ego might take, take control a little bit because the man should do all the things, right? Um, but that's not true. God made women to be a helper. The Bible says in the very beginning that God saw that the man needed a helper. He needed a helpmate. He needed someone who could stand beside him and fill in the gaps where he was weak and she was strong. I hope that you guys enjoyed this podcast. I hope that it makes you think and it challenges your way of thinking and maybe challenges your doctrine, which is just a man-made thing um, or things you've been taught throughout life. I know for me, it's been liberating. I've really enjoyed studying it, diving into it um, and really just owning what the Bible says and not, not thinking of what I was taught. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I hope that you'll join me next time, whenever that time may be. And until then, I hope that you learn to choose simple. It really is simple guys in the everyday average emotion and thought process, because when we choose simple, life can be so much more spectacular. Don't forget to to follow and subscribe if you haven't already. And until next time, don't forget to choose simple.